0: My journey into the climate movement has taught me and continues to teach me so much. Not only about climate science and nature's systems, but also what it means to be human. What responsibility we hold as a keystone species. A species that has a disproportionate effect on other species within the ecosystem. We are coming out of an age where the dominant narrative has been that we are separate from nature and must journey to it as though nature is something outside of ourselves. Yet nothing and no one exist in isolation. So we have a responsibility to each other and the future of every species on this incredible rock called Earth. We cannot afford to be complacent. My fascination with and love for the ocean is what first pulled me into the climate movement. When I saw the ocean, which felt like part of me, polluted with single-use plastics, I was determined to understand why this was happening and what I could do. Through working with Greenpeace, Rainforest Alliance, and Waste Watch, the local grassroots group I co-founded, I have had the privilege of meeting people with intersectional approaches and Indigenous knowledge and those on the front lines of research, all working to tackle the climate crisis. I interviewed some of these people to share their direct experiences in this book. In addition to engaging with these global relationships and communities, I have also been implementing changes at home in order to deepen my relationship with the climate movement and to better understand the effects of my actions. It is these small, quiet actions in the intimacy of my home that have allowed me to slow down and listen, to deprogram social norms of being busy, consuming, productivity, growth, And instead, focus on building relationships with the things, people, and parts of nature I want to protect, love, and seek joy in. I think a lot of us have preconceived notions about what a climate activist should look or act like. That they should know all the statistics, make grand speeches, commit every moment of their life to the cause. But what the climate really needs is for each of us to show up just as we are. In fact, it was the moments in my journey when I became frustrated and disappointed in myself for not achieving change in this programmed, perfect way that underlined for me the importance of writing this book. There is no perfect way to show up for the planet, each other and yourself. Perfectionism, essentially ego, distracts us from the urgency with which we need to be addressing the climate crisis. I wrote this book to celebrate imperfect, in-process action. The more people I have met in the movement, the wider the range of approaches I have seen. People bring their own skill sets, interests, and creativity to their application of change. My first approach was a love for the ocean, and a fascination with waste and our relationship to consumption. Yet someone else's approach could be a love for the potential of urban environments and cooking which might manifest as being part of a rooftop community garden. The opportunity to take action within the climate crisis is limitless. We don't have to choose one thing, and we don't have to land on it right away. It is a continual inquiry. I was drawn to the medium of a book as a means to collect and share my thoughts in a tangible way. The physical object itself, a book you can feel in your hands, is a reminder that we can hold and see change. The inspiration behind Go Gently was to show that we can adopt both hard and soft mindsets. We can go forth with action, but still foster a loving, gentle relationship to the planet, each other, and ourselves. I am so excited to be building a community with you, the listener, as we collectively grow through the actions we take.